hello and welcome to the 14 questions. Or as Dan is so apt to say every week, welcome back. So I hope you're, did you save that? What we just did? I in did a, not in a, know. So we need to save those things. I know. I know we should. So folks, we, we, we just did a thing, like a complete fumble. You know, it should be in our like high, highlight reel for Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it's our low light reel. Yeah, yeah. Hey, there you, you remember go. every time we fucked up? Yeah, exactly. I've compiled them all together in one long audio clip so we can use it for motivational purposes. That'd be funny. Or just shame ourselves every week before we record. Anyhow, how was your weekend? Gee, I don't even know. <laughs> so. it's It's been that kind of that kind of year again. Again. There we are. Yeah. Yeah. COVID's still going on. Going yeah. strong. Delta variant. It's not good. Anyhow, what are we, uh, what are we talking about? Uh, this week, we're going to talk about everybody's favorite buzzword right now. Passports. Yeah, for sure. And not, not vaccine passports. Although, oh. although we may get there. We will do an episode on that more than likely. And um, if I were a betting man. And I am. Well, you know, just can I, if I can digress here for a second, like all these people are like, you can't make me do this. You can't make me, and you, no vaccine. Guess what, folks? The whole concept is like a passport. If you want to travel anywhere, it's like, it might not be up to you. It might actually be up to another country. Turns out, yeah. yeah it turns out there's a thing. Yeah, you want to go certain places, you got to abide by certain rules. Rules and, you know, show a thing, do a thing. So that led Brandon and I to... The idea of like digging into passports. Passports, yeah. Like so many people have them. We carry them around. We travel the world. But do we really know the history of them? Yeah. So what did you come across? Uh, a little bit here and there. Um, you know, there's the, the concept of a passport, I guess, has been around for centuries. 15th century. 15th century. Yeah. Let you know, me... There are even references in the Bible to, you know, safe passage, essentially, um, which is interesting. Yeah, so I'm on this, uh, let me see this, uh, keysingtechnologies.com. It's pretty, they got a pretty cool, extensive background to these, uh, to the history. So basically to run it down, 15th century, the invention of the handwritten documents and wax seals. Yeah. So the fancy thing that would you would need. And then 16th century, you know, paper featuring watermarks. Actual, the, the Italians actually invented that whole watermark thing. This doesn't surprise me in the slightest. No, but what it, it was really interesting, so the original stuff that I was coming across was you, you would get a piece of paper. You know, I think you came across the same stuff, you know, issued by a, a lord or a king, you know, someone special. Yeah, somebody, somebody important and higher up the food chain than you. Yeah, and, and, you know, they would, you know, this is, you know, Lord so-and-so, this is my friend, Dan, he may, he may enter, he, whatever. This grants him yeah. safe passage or, or whatnot. Now, as, as these things developed and, and more people needed to travel and do things, you know, this brought some less influential, wealthy people into the mix. And so they now started, they had, <laughs> the, the original history is, that's when they came up with the whole, well, now we got to do with the color of your hair and, you know, whether or not you got a mole on your body somewhere. Like yeah. <laughs> the scrutiny was a lot worse. It wasn't just like, yeah, you're not, you're not some nobleman. You're some yeah. plebeian commoner and we will describe you accordingly. Yeah. So it's, it's really not until what the 19th century that we come into the whole concept of the actual passport that we, yeah. well, we 20th would assume, century, 20th century. Really? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. After world war one. 
Yeah. So we went from this idea, this sort of letter of recommendation back in, you know, 15th, 16th century. And then, you know, tourism became a thing at some point. And, you know, and there's some fascinating history about the passport design itself. Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah. So there's this sort of like question. So the, some of the original paper passports used. So this was like a big piece of paper, folks. We haven't gotten to the whole, like the whole booklet. It's kind of cool. It's just this big piece of paper. And and the paper was so thin, you know, there's, there's references to, you know, you'd sign it with a quill pen or something and you'd tear into it a little bit. (laughs) Whoops. Yeah. It could only be folded so many times. Again, if you were super wealthy, then they started doing things like, you know, giving you a, I guess like a leather bound thing and putting linen backing on the back of the, on the back of the paper. You know, so just you had this. Make it a little more durable. Well, and long lasting. Much more prestigious, I'm sure, when you're, you know, you're not like I'm yeah. a poor person folding mine. You show up and you unroll your scroll. Scroll, yeah. <laughs> you know, this is me. I, I am who I am. Yeah. So originally in the, in, the, you know, this, well, not originally, but, you know, as, as we're talking the early stages of this, we're talking like 0.02 millimeter thickness. The paper was that thin, which is, that which seems is terribly counterproductive. <laughs> It does, but if you, if you were going to keep it at your house, but this is a document you traveled with. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you wouldn't want it, you know? Yeah. And then we get into the whole wax seals. Even they, they fell off and got frayed up. They can only flex so many times. And then they started getting into the, well, you know, I think that 1863 was sort of the reference I found. One of the references that I found with the whole concept of a booklet. Hmm. So it folded out. So, you know, now, now it's organized, you know, who it came from, you know, there's, then there's actually a description yeah. of said person. Cause that was a thing, you know, we didn't have photos. So, yeah. you know, five feet tall, <laughs> 20 stone, mold, like, on, mold dude, on left ass cheek, you know, like, like <laughs> dude, like can you imagine coming through customs with that. Well, and then the other thing is like, they don't reference like who, who describes you. I know it'd be. Like, you better <laughs> like, hope that like, Lord friend of whoever you're getting your damn passport from is you know, like, like friendly to you. It'd be like, this motherfucker's way more shorter. <laughs> He's a fat fuck. It'd be like, four foot 11. You know, yeah. 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 Who did these descriptions? Um, mostly the, the yeah. lords and important people. <laughs> you, just, you go and grovel before the Lord. Yeah. Or if you knew and, him, uh, you know, at a cocktail party. Hey, just, we can give me one of those depending pieces Depending on his mood. Just. Yeah. You know, describes you to a scribe and they just write down whatever the hell he feels like saying about you at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, and better catch him on a good day, folks. And, and there are, there are areas in the, in some of the earlier paperwork, you know, will be traveling with, you know, their small child of, you know, and they describe the child and of course the wife and then will be, tra- because, you know, t- <laughs> they're not entitled to, to their own anything. Right. No, even, I mean, I mean, I mean even in, you know, here in this country, uh, women were kind of a footnote on their husband's passports, as it were. Yeah, it's freaking terrible. Kind of staggering. Yeah. But the cool part of all this, and this is some of the stuff that we actually touch on from time to time over here is like art and, you know, stuff like that. But I guess the German, <laughs> this surprised me, the Germans actually get noted as being the first to actually design, maybe it does make sense. The Germans were like, <laughs> we've got these things. They must be designed, you know, so. Yeah. Over, over engineered. 
Yeah. And that's how you end up with RFID chips and. Well, no, this is, I mean, this is back. Holograms and. Yeah. It's just. They, they, they got to one up one another at this point. Yeah. And then you get into the whole, you know, which, which now it's a thing. Right. At some point in time we went, okay, this passport stuff's coming out. Now you, you found some stuff about where people didn't like this whole modern day passport thing. Wasn't there some kerfuffle like. Well, it wasn't because it was kind of fueled by Western nations. Right. So it was damned if you do damned, if you don't, um, to, you needed a passport to travel. And so, you know, some people felt strongly about it. Like this is a planet. We all live here. We should be able to go wherever we want to go, but you kind of had to fall in line with that. And then, you know, we have, we have stateless people on this planet that can't even get a passport. So they're just, they're just stuck, you know? Uh, so I think there are good arguments for and against, obviously the security, uh, as a, as a nation, it's very important to have these checks and balances, but I also, you know, love the romantic idea of just being able to roam the world freely as a human, like just wherever, just stroll in, stroll into a place. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Why not? Cool. I'm here. Howdy, hey, folks. <laughs> you know, it's a there's a human showed up. Okay, we got to let that person in. No, it, apparently it doesn't work that way. <laughs> no, unfortunately, it does not. So, what else you come across on that? Because it was a stink for a while, and then people fell in line, right? And then it was like, oh, again, you, you didn't have a choice. You know, like yeah. you know, if if the U.S. is doing it, and Great Britain's doing it, you know, the Australians are doing it. Kind of, you gotta you gotta fall in line yeah. and play ball. So now most, most countries in the world, you know, have, have a passport and they all tend to be very similar. You know, the most common color for passports is actually red. Yeah. It's a, it's a staggering amount of them actually. Yeah. Weirdly enough, the, the, at least I don't know, let me see if I can find this reference here, but apparently the, here in the U S it's been red. It's also been green. We, we had green at one time. Hmm. Just for a hot second, I think. But then we went back to, it's weird. So most yeah. countries, you know, it's, a, you know, Canada, U.S., you know, U.K., the, the blue, 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 but then red. Yeah, U.K.'s red, to my knowledge. Oh, is it? Yeah. No. Sorry about that, U.K. <laughs> listeners. I could be, I, well, what I believe, about I believe theirs, theirs is red. You know. Ireland, I, hold on, I have. I also think is red. I'm not sure. We're blue. Damn, where is this? I mean, come on. I, I got to find this. I have this reference. Because it's, people look this up, like who comes up with the color? Like there, there was no, there was no rhyme or reason to it for, I, I don't even think there still is. It's just like, this one looks cool. <laughs> just an arbitrary standard. Yeah. It's kind of like the printing on license plates. Seems reasonable to me. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, you know, orange seems like, a, and it's like that clashes with the color of my car. Anyhow, we were digressing. <laughs> Maybe we should take a quick break and. And we'll get into the, the some of the more nuanced parts of uh, passports and design and maybe some security. Sounds good to me. Sit tight. We'll be right back. So this week on the 14 questions, we're talking about passports. Uh, I think before the break, we were kind of getting into the history and development of this sort of thing. And then uh, here after the break, we may get into 
some of the technology inside these things. Oh, absolutely. Days and their application and whatnot. But uh, yeah, we were looking at that, uh, what you had referenced, that Forbes magazine article by Alex Ledsom. So this was, uh, you got a date for me? Yes, September 20th, 2020. And the title of it, Why Is Your Passport the Color It Is? Yeah, we, we, cool we got into this. Dan and I were arguing about uh, the color of, of UK passports. And then turns out we were both right. Yes. As, as oftentimes is the case. Oh, well, technically it was burgundy and now it's blue. Yeah, I mean, red. It's a shade of red. But now I, it is. Someone's, it changed someone, last someone's going to add us so. over, from over there and be like, yeah, oh, I'm, tweet, I'm sorry, tweet at mate. Us all it day, was, every day. It's fine. Mate, it was burgundy. But yeah, so we got into this, this list of passports by color for every country and they're, they're mostly even i mean 60 some red 80 some blue i think it was 40 some green and then like seven black and then of course the question came up does it is there is there any country out there that doesn't issue passports and uh there are a couple islands off the off the coast of new zealand out that way that are technically independent states but then we found out they actually get issued New Zealand passports and New Zealand citizenship, even though they're not technically part of the country. Oh, um, now, now, now you've given some listeners, I don't know, in Texas, an idea of like, they're going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> we're technically, we're going to carry a U.S. passport, but you know, technically, but yeah, we're, we're Texas sovereign state down here in the land of Texas. We love you down there in Texas. It could be, you know, it uh, might be. A thing. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Texas native, so we can pick on Texas from time to time. Are you? I didn't know this about you. Yeah, that's it's a thing. Yeah, kind of interesting. Now, interestingly enough, Switzerland, if we're going to be technical about this, issues some scarlet colored passport, and and you found out weirdly enough, Canada issues a white one. Yeah, for temporary travel documents. So, but that's well, not, whatever that's that not means. Really, a passport. Here's a bit of trivia. Okay, Who, who's the one person on the planet other than stateless individuals? Who can't get a passport, but can travel freely without a passport? I, I, Teddy, I don't know. Queen Elizabeth. What? Oddly enough. So British passports are issued by the queen. So she they, literally it's issued by the queen, technically speaking. So she doesn't have to issue herself a passport. She's the goddamn queen. So she was like my grandmother's so, yeah. grandmother, my great yeah, she, grandfather's. She, over there. she they, basically they, is the UK, so she can just roam the world freely like we talked about before the break. I'm terribly jealous of that. That's kind of badass. It is kind of badass. If you think I was like, I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Technically, she issues the passports over there. So she's she is her own passport, essentially. <laughs> so one of, you know, anybody's had any pranksters who like showed up and be like, you know, like at the Look alike. <laughs> just, <laughs> just stroll through the airport. Roll up to the airport. I'm the Queen of England. Um, if you can pull that off, good on you, and you deserve to be able to go wherever the hell you want. Oh, well, yeah. I yeah. mean, for sure. You know? I mean, they start now. Whatever. Yeah, the other the other cool, um, uh, I'm trying to say, Melanie Liberman, March 14th, 2016, over there in travel and leisure. Leisure, depending on your pronunciation. What your passport color really means. And there's like, there's just sort of strange, like these countries and, and, and a note to folks, apparently we are getting an update of our passport design here in the United States of America, but they won't say, but who knows what that means. It's so mysterious. 
I'm waiting with bated breath. Yeah. So it, it so um, that sort of leads me into this whole other reference I'm going to throw out here. Let me jump to the top of this thing. So discovery.passportindex.org. And this is all the hidden secrets. Mm, the, yeah. ones, the ones we know about, right? Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of interesting because you're trying to A, avoid something for getting counterfeited. Yeah, there's definitely great potential for or desire, want, and need for counterfeits of these things, I'm sure. Well, and then it's, you know, it's basically countries want to make sure that they can verify a passport in it. And, and that brings us, that's a whole other episode, like how they came up with this whole agreement, which countries have access to the information and who can share the information and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But it's kind of cool. I mean, passports are kind of, they got some serious technology in them yeah. right now. I mean, the holograms are one thing, you know, everybody sort of knows what a hologram is, you know, then you get into the UV doll paper, you know, watermark, of course. Um, the, the most interesting one, I mean, the anti-scan pattern, whatever. The most interesting thing I came across is the, um, I mean, other than the chemical stuff that they put into them and fluorescent fibers, you know, was the uh, sewing technology, apparently. That's, that's the most interesting of all, of all this well, cool I, stuff. It's the one thing my brain didn't think of. Like, yeah, like, like what, what do they have in that thread? The, the actual binding of these documents. Yeah, it's interesting, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, but the, uh, yeah, the chips. So I think everybody's sort of familiar with it. What a UFID chip, at least that's what they, it's a, t yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Do you do any deep, any dives down this one? I, I, I actually didn't go down that rabbit hole, which is odd for me. You would think I it's would land on the, on the technology side of things. I will say they've done a good job of, you know, can somebody, you know, hoover up my data out of my thing that's got the data on it. And they're like, basically, we don't think so because this is the way we do it with these secured crypt keys that have to read in, verify. I mean, it gets, they're, they're on a... Yeah, I'm sure there are multi multiple levels of authentication. Pretty with these sophisticated yeah. stuff. I don't. I don't need to know. I don't need to know. It's it's kind of cool though. <laughs> oh, it's very cool. Yeah, because the last thing you want to do is like show up somewhere, and then when you go to leave, you can't prove that you're you. Yeah, or that yeah. it's been, or it's been hoovered up by like an adversary, yeah, like, or, also, or somebody nefarious, yeah, that, right? That that highest form of identity theft, right? <laughs> somebody gallivanting around the world on your passport, passport. causing mischief everywhere they go. Yeah, because there, there was the one guy that they, they, they made the Tom Hanks movie about him, the the Terminal. Yeah, that was based on a real thing. But this guy, he, I think it was seventeen years, he lived in, in an airport because he just. Never produced any documents. <clears throat> Just like, couldn't get out. Yeah, he, I think he was, he was Iranian traveling into France. Interesting. And was like, I don't have any papers. <laughs> well, you can't <laughs> go and you can't go stay, anywhere. so. Yeah, it turns out. That, that sounds just absolutely nightmarish. Like, I, I despise being in an airport terminal more than 30 minutes, let alone 17 years. Well, no, it, I mean, Charles de Gaulle is just fine with me. I mean, food drink. I mean, fair enough. It depends on the airport. Right. You don't, you don't want to be stuck at like coffee, Atlanta and smoke. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you making it, you're making it sound better by the minute. 
I, I trust me <laughs> last year or so I'm, I'm missing some places. My friend, I, I'd take some uh, extra time in a few airports and in lieu of a vacation, I just want to tour airports <sighs> and feel like I'm traveling. Exactly. Pay $11 for a Miller light, you know, just no, really no, get a no, feel no, for the thing here. <laughs> now I'm talking, you know, <laughs> be nice to have a, what time zone am I in? I feel like a little breakfast food, but you know what? That red wine and fromage sounds really good about now. And yeah, and they have a, a room you can go smoke in. Yeah. That's fantastic. Anyhow, doesn't, we digress. Doesn't sound too shabby, yeah. Yeah. So then, you know, if we're going to talk about this technology stuff, right? So apparently um, they, they still they still do a thing. They, they still try to make, make fake passports. This doesn't surprise me in the slightest, once again. I, I will say it, it does scare me I a little bit. I can't imagine there's a market out there for counterfeit passports. Who could possibly need those? Well, it, do, it, does, scare, it does scare me. So, for, folks, I'm, I'm like, okay, do I even want to put this into my Google search? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, great, I'm on a list. Like, should I, should I start poking around the internet? I it's, mean, at least you weren't doing it on the other side of the internet. I, I came across those references, and I did not click past them. Because yes, apparently it's a thing, you know, go on the dark webs or whatever and order one up. Yeah. There's, there's actually funny enough. There's some like lowbrow, Hey, you need one of these really quick because you know, people don't just use them for travel. They use them to, I don't know, get into a bar or something or whatever. Yeah. They just use them for identification, which, you know, I, I know I've seen in bars and nightclubs, people showing up with fake passports before because, you know, it's one thing to try and fool, you know, U.S. Customs, it's another thing. <laughs> like your your average bouncer down the street, right? Like, here's my passport. Oh, okay, that's an acceptable form of identification to buy an alcoholic beverage. Get your ass in there and have a good yeah. time. Yeah, I wouldn't... Some of those that you can buy on, I don't know, wherever. The interwebs, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to go through a border. I've got a very healthy respect for borders. <laughs> Turns out, and, uh, and I'm not saying that for any other reason, just because I do understand it is an invitation in and out and you know, you're yeah. You don't want to be on the wrong side of that thing and no, and you know, find no. yourself in trouble. Yeah. No, I'm always very nice because at the end of the day, they don't, they don't have to let you in. No. It turns out and just stamp denied on you. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, whatever. Apparently, well, before we get into the whole, well, no, we're already there. The counterfeiting. So the counterfeiting stuff, I was, I was just doing a, a quick, quick read on this. Let me see if I can find it up here. And, and like literally recently they've caught a couple of fraudsters trying to do this stuff. And I'm like, why would you, why would you do this? Well, because there's money in it, I'm sure. Yeah. But I mean, the idea that, you know, you get, you get caught doing this. It's, you know, I think Interpol, their website says a passport to crime. Like they're, they're like, this'll get you there real fast. Folks. Yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah. So, um, I was trying to find one one thing to make a fake ID, a fake passport. (laughs) You're playing at a different level up there. One would think, right? I would hope anyway. Yeah. So yeah, there were a few stories just recently. It was like, they caught one guy down in San Fernando or something like that. He got like eight months, eight months. That seems just a, a slight punishment for the crime of passport forgery. Apparently, according to Interpol and some other sources, it's, um, yeah, you can get your, your, yourself in some pretty big trouble. So, yeah, we'd, I wouldn't recommend that. Yeah, probably not the best idea. And um, it's also going to turn out to be pretty hard. Like, 
I wouldn't after reading this. It's, I mean, maybe, maybe it's like, oh, I think I can make one of those things. <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody somewhere can do it now. Yeah. Much like counterfeiting money or anything, you know, if man made it, you can reverse engineer it at some point in time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the biggest news, I guess, about passports right now, and this is coming out, uh, let me see whose site am I on here? Doot, doot, doot. ABC News, I believe, something like that. Marilyn uh, Moritz was the reporter. Apparently got a bunch of delays here, at least in this country. And uh, it's not good. No, I'm sure they're blaming it all on the post office. No. Apparently no. Not. Oh, really? No. That's, that's surprisingly. Pent up demand, which I can see, you know, and a bunch of people like trying to go on a honeymoon, trying to do a thing. You know, they're planning six months, three months ahead and they're like, can't get a passport. Yeah, you spend spend a year and a half at home during a pandemic and people get a little stir crazy. Well, and, and weirdly enough, I keep coming across these references. These, If you have a passport, it's much easier to get a passport. But if you're trying to get one for the first time, it's problematic. And then sadly, a lot of these applications are for people who, you know, need to leave the country. That, and, you know, maybe have an expired passport, somebody passed away because of cut, whatever. Yeah. It, there's some sad stories in here. So I thought I'd just, you know. Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah, and that's kind of. Pent not, up demand and not enough supply to go around. Yeah, AP News, Christopher Weber and Eugene Garcia reported this out July 30th, 2021. U.S. passport delays lead to long lines of world would-be travelers. Yeah, apparently it's a thing. So yeah. that's kind of unfortunate. Now, the cool thing is on, on, on any passports with those chips, the logos on the front, it tells you that there's the chip there. Oh, really? I never noticed it. Me neither. That little logo know. is like, that's a chip passport. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Now I'm going to have to check mine. Oh, I'm sure it's Because I've never noticed. Oh, I'm, I'm 100% positive it's chipped. I just, again, yes. they're staring you in the face. You're like, oh, that little decorative element is actually... An indicator of scan me here. Yeah, or I have his, I think it's actually in the back cover. I don't know. There's okay. probably like five of them in there. <laughs> it's, it's not. <laughs> there's, like, there's the ones we know about, and then there's the half a dozen others, right? Well, if you're a country and you're trying to secure a thing and it goes in and out of other countries, you, you to, yeah. Yeah, you, you have one for everybody else, and then you have one for you, you know, that nobody knows about. Maybe, but then they share I'm totally that speculating here. A certain country it is kind yeah. of share with each other. You know, yeah. Kind of weird. Anyhow, got anything else about passports? That's about it. I think. Is it? Yeah. Other than apparently if you are changing your name or you're getting a brand new one, you're going to expect a wait. Yes. Currently. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're probably going to get a wait too with just a renewal, but yeah, but not nearly as long. I would imagine. As long as you're renewing properly, you know, renew through mail in a timely fashion. Yeah. yeah. Fill out your should, paperwork, should get it back. do your thing. So the moral yeah. of the story is if you're planning on taking a trip, once we're all allowed to travel again. But that's the thing I don't understand right now. Send it's off like, your paperwork. I guess it was like, we're almost there. And then now it's, uh, okay. Yeah. We're getting ready to lock back down probably yeah, here in the next couple months. So just ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Oh, home then. Anyhow. Got anything else? I, I think that'll do it. All right. Till next time. Until next time. Got questions? Need answers? 
Find them on the 14 Questions Podcast. Welcome to our podcast, where we, along with our frequent guests, will be answering your questions regarding a wide variety of topics, including current events, lifestyle, politics, and of course, popular culture. The 14 Questions Podcast is brought to you by Podhouse Media and Dive Pod Productions. Be sure to find us on the web at 14questions.org, on Twitter at The14Questions, look us up on Facebook at 14Questions, and of course, find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts.